So there is a quote by Zora Neely Hurston that uh, goes, all my skin folk ain't my kin folk. And uh, I've been thinking a lot about this quote um, lately, just by all the, the, the stuff that's been going on in the, the black community lately. So um, let's talk about it. So, um, I am not into celebrity stuff. I'm like, it's not, I'm not like, I feel like saying that as like a humble brag. It's not, I'm just old. Um, (laughs) so I don't really pay that much attention to stuff that's going on. But, um, even in, you know, my corner of, you know, the world, um, I, you can't ignore what's been going on with, um, you know, uh, Kanye West and just, um, his very racist, anti-Semitic, you know, remarks, um, of the last few weeks. And, um, you know, my first inclination was to be like, oh, let's just ignore this and, you know, you know, just the various things like, oh, you know, he's unwell and, you know, these kinds of things. And, um, and it just, it keeps coming and going on. And I, you know, it's like, it's, you just, you can't ignore it, you know, um, because it's getting so much attention because of the, the celebrity. Um, and, you know, of course we condemn it. You have to condemn it because, you know, hate just doesn't go away if you ignore it. Um, it has to be uh, challenged and supported. And, um, I think what well two things which really resonated with me is just this and I've talked about it before this idea that um you can't focus on one issue at a to address racism at a time so you know when we say you need to address anti-black racism specifically because, you know, black people face a certain specific kind of racism um, than, you know, other equity-seeking groups. And so you can't just say, you know, um, equity for all, of course you can, everyone deserves equity, but to address these kinds of uh, issues and hate, you have to address what that specific community, what that, you know, person is fixing. And it's not an easy fix. It's just, it's not an easy fix if, you know, there's intersectionality. So, you know, like as a woman and a black woman, I'm going to face different challenges than a black man. So it's just those kinds of things where it's not a one size fits all solution. And that's what's complicated about, you know, human beings and, and racism. So, um, when, we as a black community um, share our voice around, you know, 
it would be nice if um, there was such a public outcry and outrage um, when our community is attacked. You know, if people banded together and said, you know, that's not cool. This universal voice that says, you know, it's not okay to hate on black people. It would have been nice. It would have warmed my heart, you know, um, if there was this outcry like there there was with the anti-Semitic remarks. And, you know, people like to argue back and forth. People want to, you know, put the blame back on people in, in our community to say like, oh, you know, people still supported him and you know, et cetera, et cetera, when he said, like, slavery was a choice, and I was like, no, they didn't, because I was like, I immediately was done, like, first of all, I wasn't even a fan, like, I'm not, again, not trying to be like, oh, I told you so, like, I just didn't care enough to be, like, I'm like, <laughs> you know, I don't own Yeezys to me, like, maybe it's just because I worked in corrections, those shoes look like what you give, like, the incarcerated people because they can't like hang themselves with laces that's just what they look like to me I can't see anything else when I look at them and so it's like a thing I'm like I'm like the music I'm like you know I don't call any unless you're like curing cancer you're not a genius like I'm not gonna throw that word around you know I just you know you're a musician there's lots of talented musicians in the world um but you know anyways and that's just <laughs> That's just me uh, throwing around. But, you know, like, again, I'm not, like, saying, oh, I, I didn't have the foresight. I didn't foresee into the future. But I'm just saying, like, I, I, it wasn't part of my world. Um, and so, um, you know, when people were saying that, and I was like, nope, I thought it was completely inappropriate at the time. I was like, I'm done. Like, that's just uh, inappropriate. But people were still celebrating. And it's, I, I, um it's okay to for us to say as a black community to say our feelings are hurt that there wasn't this outcry this was there wasn't this you know support i want to see you know celebrities tweeting um you know saying that um i stand with the black community slavery was not a choice you know, it, uh, you know, it, people were enslaved, they were tortured, they were murdered, um, you know, that has repercussions in our history, you know, I wanted that to be said. And, um, you know, people just stood in the room, and just, you know, while that was said, and just had like, you know, no reaction, it was just, you know, the the one a person, you know, Van, who just stood up and said what needed to be said in the moment, which was remarkable and amazing that he had that courage, um, that he, you know, had that action. And, um, you know, it was just sort of swept under the rug. And what people don't realize is that it sends the message, it reinforces the message that anti-black racism is not okay it, that it's you know it's so normalized 
it sends that message that it's so normalized that, you know, people aren't even offended by it anymore. They're not um, shocked by it. And um, that statement is so heinous, so disgusting, so terrible. You know, um, when you talk about, um, you know, the comments about George Floyd and, you know, just those kinds of things and the fact that um, there's still some humming and hawing about it or, you know, that that wasn't, that wasn't enough. That wasn't, um, you know, that wasn't enough to condemn and it just had to like keep going. And, you know, it does feel like it needed to come out of the, the, the black community for there to be a definitive, um, end where people could say, oh yeah, you know what? Um, that's wrong. That's wrong now. Like there, when it had to deal with, you know, black people about like all lives matter, you know, all that stuff is just, it, it had to be something about, not about black people for people to really, um, draw a line in the sand and that is hurtful it's hurtful as someone you know who's black to say that you know you can pretty much say or do anything about black people and um you'll get a second chance you'll get away with it and um it's, it's because the message, the foundation of our lives being less valuable are feelings, our community, our culture, our humanity being less than is so normalized to people that they aren't aware when a line has been crossed against a human being simply because they're black. Which brings me uh, to this this quote, um, the, you know, all my skin folk ain't my kin folk. So I, I love this because, you know, it's something that was said a lot in my household as well growing up. And um, there's this assumption you know, about, um, everybody who's black is going to be, um, you know, in love with black people. And that's not the case. You know, this message that I've been, you know, sort of alluding to 
but I'm saying it clear right now, this message of anti-Black hate that's been normalized isn't just, it's so prominent. It is so um, persistent. It's so ingrained that it becomes invisible in our lives, that it's, it's not just, doesn't fall just on white ears, on, you know, white eyes. It's, it's not just perceived and internalized by white people. It's internalized by black people as well. And so, um, you've grown up in this toxic, um, culture where your culture and community isn't valued, you um, believe it. So, you know, you're, um, you don't love who you are, a part of who you are, your people. And there's, so the the thing about being a black person is that you can be a black person in many different ways. I don't want um, there to be any confusion because I feel like there is a, like this marginalization of like, you know, to be black, you can only be black one way. You don't like, you can be a black person any way you can. It doesn't mean that you have to like like a certain music or dress a certain way to be a part of the black community. You know, that's just not what I mean. Like um, people, we are a diverse uh, group of people in a community. So that's not at all what, um, you know, not all my skin folk, you know, means. It's, that's not what it's about. Um, so... Um, yeah, so we're we're diverse. Um and the the internalized hatred of black people in a black person can manifest its way in different ways. Um so you know some people um just you know try to distance themselves or you know try and emulate something that they think is you know going to make them more appealing to um, white society, to the dominant, you know, society. So they're, they're trying to um, embrace that. And so that could be, um, you know, changing themselves, or it could be um, putting down and condemning black, the black community to sort of distance yourselves from that to sort of side with, um, you know, white supremacists and, um, it's dangerous because what happens in that situation is that, um, you're praised by white supremacists. So, um, you will quickly find that you'll find favor with white supremacists because all of a sudden you can be a um, a symbol, a representative of 
uh, their hatred. They can use you um, because all of a sudden, here's somebody who looks like the person, you know, they hate that is saying all the hateful things that, you know, is they can't freely, you know, state anymore. So it's like a perfect way of conveying a hateful message. And then they can um, spin it in a different way. They can say, you know, um, how can they, they can question it. They can say, how can, you know, someone from the community, because everyone's, you know, the same. How can someone in that community say the things that, you know, we're not allowed to say anymore if it wasn't true. Like, I mean, this person has no reason to say these things unless they were true. They can hold that person up as um, an example of all they want to be true about white supremacy. So, you know, they, it's a, um, just another way of, you know, highlighting this invisible teaching, um, you know, they, they, so they can use it as this perfect example of, you know, I didn't say it, someone from their very own community is, you know, supporting, supporting our claims. And so it, it becomes incredibly, incredibly dangerous because um, they can ignore the fact that um, this person is just a... Um, you know, not, this person's not really saying anything on behalf of, you know, the entire community. They're just, you know, regurgitating um, the lie of white supremacy, but because it has like a new face and a new look, then it's something different and special and, you know, unique. And so when someone says that, you know, not all my skin folk are my kin folk, it means that there are people that aren't going to, just because they look like me, they're not going to be supportive of people like me, like they're not going to be um, in this fight to end racism with me. They might choose um, to side with, you know, white supremacists. It's like, you know, when people, we like always, when we talk about white people as a group and, you know, people always say not all white people you know um 
we're saying it's the same for all black people. All black people aren't going to be, you know, you can't make the assumption that all black people are going to be against anti-black racism. You would think that because that would, you know, make sense and serve their interests, but you can unfortunately get a lot of um, power and privilege, uh, borrowed privilege and support from people if you, um, you know, exhibit anti-Black hate, even if you are a Black person. So, um, you know, some people have recognized that and um, for whatever reason are embracing that. So it could be for, you know, if they're just internalized hatred or, you know, they recognize that it's beneficial to hate black people for in you know they're in a situation where they can get out of something or gain something from it and um yeah they're they can they can do that because unfortunately it can you can make some allies using that as a tactic. Anti-black racism can gain you some allies. So where does that leave us? Um, I think, like, I am against um, all racism. I condemn all hate against, you know, all people. I'm a strong believer in equality for everyone. And, um, that's just, you know, part of my, my DNA. And I think that, um, what would be nice, what I hope for, what, you know, drives me, what keeps me going, what makes me do what I do um, in my continued journey and um, growth as, you know, being anti-racist um, is, you know, the the belief that when we raise our voices that we can make change happen. So when, um, you know, we say that the cries and outrage weren't as loud as they needed to be for our people, that as many of the voices that challenged that statement, there were just as many voices that said, you know what, 
you're right. Shame on us. And that we changed some hearts, we changed some minds, and we gained some allies and support to our cause to fight anti-Black racism. That is my hope. So thank you so much for listening. Let me know um, what you think, how you feel um, about uh, everything that's going on and just, you know, um, what your perception of how things have been for the last couple of weeks. So uh, thank you again, and I will talk to you next time.